today's fresh manner, God's response, Isaiah 65 verse 1 to 16. I was ready to be inquired by those who asked not. I was ready to be found by those who sought me not. I said, Here I am. Here I am, says I am, to a nation, Israel, that has not called on my name. I have spread out my hands all the day long to a rebellious people, who walk in a way that is no good after their own thoughts, a people who provoke me to my face continually, sacrificing to idols in gardens and burning incense upon bricks instead of at God's prescribed altar, who sit among the graves trying to talk with the dead and lodge among the secret places for caves where familiar spirits were sought to dwell, who eat swine's flesh and brought of abominable and loathsome things in their vessels, who say, Keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am set apart from you unless I sanctify you. These are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silence, but will reply, will repay, yes, I will repay into their bosom both your own iniquities and the iniquities of your father, says the Lord, because they too burned incense upon the mountains and relieved, reviled and blasphemed me upon the hills. Therefore will I measure and stretch out their former doings into their own bosom. Thus says the Lord, as the juice of the grape is found in the cluster, and one says, Do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it, so will I do for my servant's sake, that I may not destroy them all. And I will bring forth an offspring from Jacob and from Judah in the inheritor of my mountains. My chosen and elect will inherit it, and my servant will dwell there. And the plain of Sharon shall be pasture and flock for, fold for flocks, and the valley of Achor a place for herds to lie down. For my people who seek me, inquire of me and require me by the right of their necessity and by right of my invitation. But you who forsake the Lord, who forgets and ignore my holy mountain, Zion, who prepare a table for God, the Babylonian god of fortune, and who furnished mixed drinks for many, the god of destiny. I will detain, detain you, says the Lord, for the sword, and you will bow down to the slaughter, because when I called, you did not answer, when I spoke, you did not listen or obey, but you did what was evil in my eyes, and you chose that in which I did not delight. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, my servant shall eat, or you shall be hungry. Behold, my servant shall drink, or you shall be thirsty. Behold, my servant shall rejoice, or you shall be put to shame. Behold, my servant shall sing for joy of heart, or you shall cry out for pain and sorrow of heart, and shall wail and howl for anguish, vexation and breaking of spirit. And you will leave your name to my chosen, to those who will use it for a curse, and the Lord God will slay you. But he will call his servants by another name, as much greater than the former name, as the name Israel was greater than the name Jacob. So it shall be that he who invoke a blessing on himself in the land shall do so by saying, May the God of truth and fidelity, the Amen, bless me. And he who takes an oath in the land shall swear by the God of truth and faithfulness to his promises, the Amen, because the former troubles are forgotten and because they are hidden from my eyes. You hear or say things like, I pray but God didn't answer me. Where was God when? Why didn't God help, save, heal or do something? Psalm 65 verse 2 says everyone, saved and unsaved, comes to God who responds to call. We habitually ask God where he is in a situation when we haven't even invited him into, into it or seek his counsel on it, Isaiah 64 verse 10 to 11. The response to the above verse is what is outlined in our text. 
it still holds for us today. We normally spread out our hands in worship, but in verse 2 we see an extraordinary guest gesture of God spreading out his hands to us, inviting us for fellowship, for sinners to seek him, and for the wayward child to return home. Luke 15 11 to 32. I was ready to be sought. I was ready to be found by you, both the righteous and unrighteous, but none came seeking me. In this, picture God standing, crying, Here I am. I am here, but we take no notice. God gets rejected daily by all humans in various ways. We reject God by being more interested in climbing the end endless ladder, the endless career ladder, climbing the unsatisfactory social network ladder, chasing after wealth, attaining celebrity status, all the while looking down on those who are fervently chasing the Lord for their spiritual zeal. Some others try to manipulate God to bend to their rules and use all kinds of talisman to seek God. Verse 3 to 4. How often do you return to the Lord with only gratitude for responding to your numerous calls? How often do you just simply praise Him for responding to your unlimited request? How often do you ignore Him when you've gotten what you want until the next time? And how often do you blame God for the very thing you prayed for? Too often. The Lord responds to every situation and each person in diverse ways and seasons, but when we don't see things the way the Lord sees, we see it as God not responding. No matter how hard we look, we can't see God or touch God or even know who God is without God's help. But if God sent His Son, born like us, took on human flesh, so, could re so we could relate to God and know God as a loving Father, who would rather die than let us self-destruct because of His love for us, John 3.16, why then would He not respond favorably when we call? Seeing as it is He who instructs us to call on Him according to Jeremiah 33.3, the Lord God always responds. We may not like the response we get sometimes, but it's still a response. No matter what, it's, what the response is to our prayer, God's response to our prayer should be glory, hallelujah. So how does God respond to us? This is a tough question. God has responded to us and God has responded to me in many ways. For example, I have experienced physical response through prayers for myself or others to receive healing, provision, direction, and favor. In most cases, much more than we asked for. In some, less than we asked for, but with a twist that reveals that God always responds His ways that exceed our expectation. A blessing is innate, verse 8 says. A blessing is always going to be in God's response to you. Shalom.